Every industry is faced with a labor shortage, and whether it's a result of the great resignation triggered by COVID, the tight labor market is affecting every sector in America. And nonprofits have been deeply affected by the labor shortage as it tends to be a field that lags behind the profit sector with respect to pay and benefits it provides its workers. So what do you do as an agency director when you have staff openings you're unable to fill? You know the need is there and you can't ask your staff to do the work of two or three more people with no end in sight. So today's episode, we'll explore some creative ways to find the talent you need to run your agency. You can find the full transcript and listen at the podcast at relishyourroll.com slash 19. And if you find it helpful, please subscribe either by downloading the free guide on the Relish Your Roll website or through your favorite podcast app. You're listening to Relish Your Roll podcast, a free resource for women nonprofit EDs created by me, Dr. Nancy Fournier. After many years of running a nonprofit and consulting, I realized effective leadership is directly tied to the health of the ED's various work relationships. And that's why this podcast will focus on how women nonprofit leaders can gain mastery to manage up, down, and across their agencies for maximum impact. It's time to find your authentic voice and lead with confidence. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. According to the enterprise world, staff shortages is the biggest problem facing nonprofits in 2023. And if you've been trying to hire in the last six months, you know how hard it is to find qualified people to work at your organization and the strain it places on your daily operations to be short-staffed. And I'm going to assume you've done your research and you know what the market salary trends are for the position that you're hiring and you're offering salaries that are in line with the market. In 2023, you can no longer ignore the importance of staff pay, thinking that the ideal recruit is purely mission-driven. The labor market is too tight for you to ignore the basics of offering a competitive salary. So let's assume your salaries are in line. Let's think of other things you can do. First, think about offering creative benefits. Your budget can only stretch so far, but as I've discussed in Episode 7, There are things you can provide your staff that don't replace salary but can help make your agency an attractive place to work. Make yourself knowledgeable of what those creative benefits would be based on the demographics and the expressed interest of your current staff. Would flexible hours be attractive? How have you integrated remote work into your agency? People looking for work tend to look at how the prospective job would fit into their current obligations so it may be time to rethink your office attendance policies to be attractive. Are there perks you can provide with respect to the use of agency cell phones or offering discounts for health and wellness services? Don't be limited in your thinking. If you feel stuck, ask your staff what they think would be attractive and do the math. What does offering those creative benefits cost in contrast to the cost of continually having staff vacancies? Think through what non-monetary benefits you can provide which would make your workplace attractive. And you need to really be clear about who your ideal candidate is. Clearly, you want folks who are mission aligned. And depending on the specific position, there may be training or experience which is necessary to perform required tasks. But that said, you may be setting an impossible bar given the current job market and being too linear in describing the experiences a prospective employee needs to have. How recently have you reassessed the job qualifications? 
Think through the most important attributes for the position. Be more expansive in how you describe the training or experience or education level you're looking for. Is a four-year degree really necessary or is the experience with the client population or the topic area a good substitute for formal education requirements? Does the individual have to come with all the levels of training or can you train them as part of their professional development once they're hired? Does their experience have to be with the exact same issue or population? Are there translatable skills or experience? The more expansive you can be, the better the chances are that you're casting an appropriately wide net. And if you want curious, motivated people, they may not have taken a linear path to get there. You may be screening out potentially ideal employees with overly rigid qualifications. So then think about your pipelines. How are you getting the word out about your staff openings? How engaged is your current employees in helping recruit new coworkers? Your staff, they can be a rich source of potential applicants. Through their social and professional networks, they may know people who would be influenced by having a peer reach out to them about job openings. Make sure your staff knows what positions you're recruiting for. Engage them in the process in both identifying and vetting potential employees, and you will recap huge benefits with their ownership of the process and investment in making the new hire feel at home and be productive. And lastly, look at how cumbersome is your application process. If it's taking you more than six weeks from the moment you advertise to hold interviews, you're taking too long and your ideal employee may have found something else. If you request a formal application, make sure it's not overly cumbersome to complete. Remember, you're being vetted by the potential applicant as a good place to work. And if you do not acknowledge receipt of their application, provide a clear timeframe for the interview process, hold interviews as planned, and provide feedback on where they are in the process immediately after the first interview, you're most likely to lose that person's interest. It is a competitive job market. So make sure you've worked out your process before you advertise the position so there is an undue lag time. If you're asking people outside your agency to serve on your interview panel, set the date for those interviews prior to advertising. Ask for references at the conclusion of the interview, even if they have assignments to complete as part of the vetting process. It will move things along and not set you up to have this lag time where the person finds another position. Plan out all the steps so there's no gap in time, and you can move the person through the process in a streamlined way. Remember, it's a competitive market, and if you can approach the task of filling your vacancies with creativity and a high degree of organization, then you're doing all you can to place your agency in a favorable light to get the staff people you need. You can do this, and I am here to help. And reach out if you'd like to know more about Relish Your Role Signature System to help you manage up, down, and across your agency so you can lead with confidence. Thanks for listening today. I know the job you have is hard and appreciate the work you do every day. I help women nonprofit EDs manage their work relationships and lead with their authentic voice. Learn more about me and my services at relishyourrole.com. And if you're getting value from this podcast, please share it with other nonprofit leaders. The more support we receive, the greater our impact. Till next time.